Hey guys, it's me, Ishita, and today another chapter, Fantastic Mr. Fox. So, if you haven't checked out my other chapters of this beautiful series, so check it out and don't forget to press on the follow button and share it to all your friends and family. And yep, send me voice messages about which book I should read next, your suggestions, how you're liking the book, my reading and all. So now let's get started. Chapter number 13. Beans Bounce Giant Storehouse. My dear Foxy, what in the world has happened to your tail? Don't talk about it, please, said Mr. Fox. It's a painful subject. They were digging the new tunnel. They dug on in silence. Badgo was a great digger and the tunnel went forward at a terrific pace now that he was leading in a pow. Soon they were crouching underneath yet another wooden floor. Mr. Fox grinned shyly, showing sharp white teeth. If I'm not mistaken, my dear bad girls, he said, we are now underneath the farm which belongs to the nasty little pot-bellied dwarf bounce. We are, in fact, directly underneath the most interesting part of the farm. Ducks and geese, cries Mr. Fox, licking their lips. Juicy tender ducks and big fat geese. Exactly, said Mr. Fox. But how in the world can you know where we are, said Badger. Mr. Ruggs grinned again, showing even more white teeth. Look, he said, I know my way around these flumps, blindfold. For me, it's just as easy below the ground as above it. He reached high and pushed up on one wooden floorboard, then another. He poked his head through the gap. Yes, he shouted, jumping up into the room above. I've done it again. I've hit it smack on the nose, right in the bull's eyes. Come and look. Quickly, Badger and the three small foxes scrambled up after him. They stopped and stared. They stood and gaped. They were so overwhelmed they couldn't speak. For what they now saw was a kind of fox dream, a bad girl's dream, a paradise for hungry animals. My dear bad girl, proclaimed Mr. Fox, is Bynsey's mighty storehouse. All his finest stuff is stored in here before he sends it off to market. Against all the four walls of the great room stacked in cupboards and piled upon shelves reaching from floor to ceiling were thousands and thousands of finest and fattest ducks and geese, plucked and ready for roasting. And above, dangling from the rafters, there must have been at least a hundred smoked hams and fifty sides of bacon. Just feast your eyes on that cried Mr. Fox, dancing up and down. What do you think of it, huh? Pretty good grab. Suddenly, as though springs have been released in their legs, the hungry small foxes and ravenously hungry bad girls sprang forward to grab the luciest food. Stop, ordered Mr. Fox. This is my party, so I shall be do choosing. The others fell back. 
licking their chops. Mr. Fox began prowling around the storehouse, examining the glorious display with an expert eye. A thread of saliva slid down one side of his jaw and hung suspended in mid-ear, then snapped. We mustn't overdo it, he said. Mustn't give the game away. Mustn't let them know what we're up to. We must be neat and tidy and just take a few of the choicest morsels. So, to start with, we shall have four plump young ducks. Two, he took them from the shelf. Oh, how lovely and fat they are. No wonder bounds get a special price for them in the market. All right, children... Lend me a hand to get down. Badger, help me as well. There you go. Goodness me, look how your mouths are watering. And now, I think we had better have a few geese. Three will be quite enough. We'll take the biggest. Oh my, oh my, you'll never see these finer geese than these in the king's kitchen. Gently does it, that's the way. And what about a couple of smoked hams? I adore smoked ham, don't you, bad girl? Fetch me this step ladder, if you please. Mr. Fox climbed up the ladder and hanged down three magnificent hams. And do you like bacon, bad girl? I'm mad about bacon, cried bad girl, dancing with excitement. Let's have a side of bacon, that big one up there. And carrots, dad said the smallest of the three small foxes. We must take some of those carrots. Don't be a twerp, said Mr. Fox. You know we never eat things like that. It's not for us, Dad. It's for the rabbits. They only eat vegetables. Oh my goodness me. You're right. What a thoughtful little fellow you are. Take ten bunches of carrots. Soon all this lovely loot was lying in a neat heap upon the floor. The small foxes crouched close, their nose twitching, their eyes shining like stars. And now, said Mr. Fox, we shall have to borrow from our friend Bounce two of those useful pushcarts over in the corner. He and Badger fetched the pushcarts and the duck and the geese and hams and bacons were loaded onto them. Quickly, the pushcarts were lowered through the hole in the floor. The animals slid down after them. Back in the tunnel, Mr. Fox again pulled the floorboards very carefully into place so that no one could see that they had been moved. My darlings, he said, pointing two of the three small foxes, take a cut each and give her my love and tell we are having guests for dinner. The bad girls, the moles, the rabbits and the vessels. Tell her it must be a truly great feast. And tell her the rest of us will be home as soon we have done one more little job. Yes, Dad. Right away, Dad. They answered and they grabbed a trolley each and went rushing off down the tunnel. So, guys, this is the end of this chapter number 13, Bounce Giant Storehouse. So, you see how clever and fantastic is Mr. Fox is. So, I hope you love this chapter. Don't forget to press on the follow button and share it to your friends. I'll see you guys in the next chapter. Bye-bye.